Hey sports fans, BMOC here. Start your day by playing Sportal, a sports-themed word-guessing game from our friends at Big Swing Games. You've got six chances to solve the puzzle. It's either a sports term, a sports personality, or a team name. Head to Sportal.pro to play. There's a new puzzle every day, and it's completely free. But if you like it, be sure to click that share button and send it to all your sports fan friends. Seriously, please do that. We need a win so bad. So bad. Like, really bad. So head to Sportle.pro. That's Sportle, S-P-O-R-T-L-E dot pro to play Sportle. Good times. Check, check, check. All right, this is BMOC. This can be a little bit of a different episode because we're attempting something we've, we've attempted in the past. Yes. We've done clips in the past. Never done a whole episode while driving to see a sporting event. It is Tuesday, November 1st, and that can only mean one thing. Tuesday night, Max and Coach and I are on our way to Athens, Ohio for the Ohio University Buffalo Bulls football game. A huge game for the Mac East. Five and three. Both are five and three. Play for the uh, the lead in the East. Team that wins this game is going to have the inside track. Uh, let me just check in with Maestro. Maestro, how are Were we supposed to pick up Maestro? We forgot Maestro. Maestro bailed, everybody. You all heard it. You heard it on this show two weeks ago. He got me all excited, saying, oh, you might win the Mac East. And then I said, we're going to this game. He's like, oh, yeah, we're doing it. Yeah, we're Tuesday night action. And then he's all like, some came up with his job. He couldn't come. And as far as I know, Maestro's job's having meetings. Must have been a meeting. Must have been a meeting. He's very, he's worn out. He's hitting the print button. He's got to hit print. Then he's got to go to the printer and get the stuff off the printer. Put it in a FedEx package. He bailed. He bailed. So, and then uh, Coach had uh, had the mythical Mark. Mark Moffat. That guy who was. He, he had, grew up in Athens. Grew up in Athens. He's, he got the, he's the guy who got the bourbon yes. basket at the 200th yeah. episode. And I, I saw and he him. Bailed. And he bailed. So he was like, yeah, I can totally do that. And he bailed. So. Doesn't matter. Coach and I are going. We're going to get some Miller's chicken. If you, if you know, you know. That's all I'm going to tell you about Miller's chicken. I feel like almost gatekeeping that place a little bit. A little bit. Yeah. I think so. Like if someone's like, I'm going to Athens, where should I eat? I'm not going to tell them. Like, I don't. It's almost like I want to keep it. That's kind of, that's kind of. That's uh, right. So even though we're, we're on the road, coach is driving. Yeah. Uh, we're still brought to you by our good friends at Sportal. The only daily sports-themed word-guessing game that doesn't suck. Sportal. Dot pro. Sportle.pro. And we got a new tagline for Sportle from our friends at Big Swing Games. They sent it along today. Oh, I love Sportle, it. it's more fun than getting punched in the nuts by an orangutan. Damn. God, they're good at their copy. They are amazing. Sportle.pro. All right, Maestro bailed. All right, Coach, so first thing on the show sheet, you ready? Yes. World Series. Houston, yeah. Houston Astros tied now with Philadelphia. Philadelphia got that first game, which I think was which huge. Which was key. It's going to make this a 5-6-7 game series mm-hmm. probably. But let's go. I mean, I'm just going on the record. I'm the only person who called a rainout for Game Three. You did call the rainout. That's amazing. Like you have, you were like Nostradamus. Yeah. I watch the weather, and I was like, they're, they're going to rain. So they're playing tonight, Game Three. What do you think is going to happen? 
I, I think tonight, like what, game two, uh, the Astros kind of punched the Phillies in the face. Um, I think that hometown crowd is going to be electric. I think Phillies take this game. I, I actually feel like it'll be, it will be a close game, but I'm, I'm guessing a four to three ball game, possibly extras. The Astros have actually never won a game one in the World Series. Have they not? I did not know that. So, uh, if, if the internet's to be believed. So they're slow starters, but do you think? And I could see them. I could see them winning to it. Philadelphia fan right now is having the time of their lives. They're living. living the their Eagles best. are are undefeated. Yes. The the Phillies are in the World Series. The Philadelphia Spirit, major indoor soccer league team, was good back in the eighties. <laughs> I say it was the Fever. I think it was the Philadelphia. The Philadelphia Fever. fever. All right. Right now. Major indoor soccer league teams go. Force. Now it's the Cleveland Force. I'm going to go with the uh, San Diego Soccers. Comets. Kansas, York, Kansas, Kansas City Comets. Kansas City Comets. Comets. Yeah. Damn it. I'm going to go with the Baltimore Blast. The Slick Dogs out of New York? <laughs> I, think, uh, I think it was the New York Arrows. Yes, it was the Arrows. I'm going to go with the Dallas Sidekicks. Ooh, I'm out. I can't remember anymore. Uh, let's see. You've probably got a plethora of them. I feel like there was a second. Right, let me, oh, oh wait, 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 wait. Let's flip it. Let's flip there it. There was a Pittsburgh Spirit. I was going to say, let me throw out a city. Okay. New Jersey. No, no clue. No clue. Um, Los Angeles. Hmm, they probably had one, don't you think? Yeah. No idea. Uh, Wichita. Wichita Wings. The Wichita Wings. The Wings. Oh, my God. That's for real. That's for real? Yeah. Damn. And uh, let's see. So Pittsburgh Spirit and Cincinnati Kids. That's the other one. They're called the Cincinnati Kids? The Cincinnati, they had a team for one or two years called the Cincinnati Kids. I kind of like that. Check it all out on our new podcast, M-I-S-L Thursday. <laughs> Every Thursday. All right, Coach, Ohio is playing Buffalo. Yes. How closely have you followed the Bobcats this year? So I have done my, I've done my homework. I've paid attention. They, they, took a, they took a few lumps in the beginning, but have been putting up some serious points, a couple 50 spots. What I looked into is... OU, compared to other years, they'd like to sling the ball a lot. A lot. Which is going to make for a fascinating game because the flip side, I believe, Buffalo is a running team. So we've got two opposite, very equal powers that are going to clash tonight in action. I will say, so I went to one game so far this year, and I've watched one on TV, and their offense has clicked the last couple games. Maestro was right. Yes. But their defense, like, they are not sound tacklers, as we'll see. They won. They, they're going to give up a lot of points. They've won a couple games. Fifty. They, I know they scored fifty-four, but they gave up thirty-seven to. Quite. I mean, twice. So no defense in the MAC. No. Basically, and I'm okay through. with that. Watching the game. Yeah. That excites me. Yeah. And so, and I think you're right. Curtis Rourke's already got like twenty-five hundred yards on, yes. on the year. So, and he's coming into his own. He was a little on the young side last year, uh, but we'll see. We'll see how it goes. I, I think it's going to be. Boy, a, a, a sling, a, a slinging team against a good running team. If we can get ahead a touchdown or two, we it, can stay you ahead. You can kill it because they won't be able to come back. Won't be able to come back. Here's the other thing. This is my second career OU Buffalo football game. I went to one maybe 15 years ago in Solitude. I'm the coach. trying to remember if I ever saw. I don't know. I don't think I did. Here, here's the thing. Okay, you name any school on the map. I've been to a lot of these schools over yes. the years. 
even the ones I haven't been to, like, so I've been to all the Ohio schools. I've been to Miami. I know what it looks like. I know what Kent State looks yes. like, Akron, BG. BG. I've been to Eastern Michigan. I've been to Western Michigan. Never been to Central Michigan, but I can kind of guess what it looks like based on splitting the difference between those two. Yes. I have no mental picture in my head of what the but University is, of Buffalo could possibly look. Does it look like Cleveland State? I is don't it? know. I mean, you know, and, and I'm sure I've watched Buffalo OU games on TV, and it's just never sunken in. Like, I have no clue. It could be like a strip mall. So I, here's, here's what I will tell you, and I, I'm assuming Buffalo, the university, has been there for a very long time. We, when I would travel to visit my in-laws in upstate New York, we would drive through Buffalo all the time. Yeah. Things I don't remember this university. Yeah. So I'm, it must not be visible from the highway or even just off the highway. So I have no idea. I wonder if there's like a clock tower or if there's like a, like a place like where, oh, this is where you go and you propose to your girlfriend place. Do they have a spot? Do they have a building named after Rick James? <laughs> he's from Buffalo. Is he really? Yeah. Oh. He's buried there. I did. God, you're bringing up a lot of lot of facts. HBK, that, baby. You're throwing a lot of facts. <laughs> the fact that you knew Wichita's the Wichita wings team was the Wings yeah. is, is high knowledge, right? I'm going to get you a Wichita Wings I can't, hat. I can't wait. And then you're going to have to tell everyone you're a huge Wichita Wings fan. <laughs> People would be so proud of me. So Buffalo, and I'm not trying to diss Buffalo, I'm just trying to say in my head, I, I have no idea what it looks Maybe it looks like Columbus State. I feel like it's like, a, it, it would be compared to our Akron. Yes. Is Akron our Buffalo? Like more or is it Toledo? More of an, oh, yeah. Is it Toledo? It's probably like Toledo. I think it's Toledo. It's great. Kind of modern, urban yeah. campus. There's a there's a university there. Nondescript, if there's you also will. there's also university in Akron. Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to go Toledo. Yeah. Uh, so if we get a chance, uh, we could we could ask some of the players what it looks like. We will. Okay. Yeah, or, actually, like, my, my seats are in the section right next to the visiting team section. Oh, good. good so good, we could good. just walk over. Yeah, I'll just yeah. talk to them. But that brings me to this idea I had, Coach. All right. Remember a couple of weeks ago on the show, we were talking about when you tore down the goalposts? Yes. Uh, what if we do that tonight? Now, hear me out. Okay. But we do it after halftime. <laughs> so th- think of this, okay. right? Because okay. most of the students come and they leave after the 110's done playing. Correct. So that's our window. As soon as the 110 finishes, you we and I run out. And try to pull it down. And we start pulling it down. Then the students will follow. You think they'll join us? I think they will. Two middle-aged men. Yeah, my daughter is. She might meet us at the game, and okay. and she could encourage them. So she would get our some minions to help us. Yeah, I'm I'm okay with that. Let's do it. So we're gonna. So there's no like you don't think we'll get arrested or anything like that. No, no, good. they'll be so excited that there's a goalpost teardown going down at OU. And we'll what, just what, let it happen. What do you think the time frame is? Because I've been a part of these and yeah. I know how long it takes. Yeah. What do you think the time frame is? So okay. <laughs> Here's what I'm thinking. Because half time I'm gonna say about takes a little while. 20 seconds to get over the fence and out to it. Then I'm going to need a boost because I was going to bring a step ladder. I forgot. Well, to. I, I'm actually, yeah, I, well, I'll run ahead of you yeah. and I will go on all fours and you just like step uh, yeah. on my back and jump up. And then leap into leap. the air. Yes. Okay. And so then once but, I got a hold of it. Understand, you only get one shot because if you miss, yeah. you're either going to hit your head or you're just going to fall. I got it. So you won't have you won't have the energy to get back. I have agile cat-like reflexes. You are cat-like. So then you're up. Okay. So now okay. you're up. All right. So now I'm up. So now we need probably 90 seconds for the students to notice before the police notice. So okay, so then they're going to jump over. Yes. Okay. Now, after I jump up, yes. Like the ROTC guys who do the cannon, yes. they're all right there. So you need to encourage them to come because we need their strength. Yes. Or have them aim the cannon at oh, the goal. Oh, so if the cannon hits it, it loosens it. It does. Okay. 
then we rip it down, and then they'll just play oh, half wait. court. You just really jumped over the part about ripping it down. So yeah. how long? So what? What? What do, you, what do you think? I don't know. So once a couple students join me, thirty seconds. Okay, yeah, it was probably about that long, or maybe so, a little bit longer. So then we gotta march it out to the river and throw it in. Okay. And are we taking uh, just one side, or are we gonna make sure we get both uprights, or are we taking the whole thing? Let's. Uh, I'll tell you what. Okay. Okay. Let's plan for both, Okay. but be satisfied with, with one. one. Yeah. Okay. Just because it's a Tuesday night, and you know, kids at OU study on Tuesday oh, nights. Tuesday. It's the big. fact that they're doing this game, yeah. I bet you all the professors said tomorrow, no test, we're they're good. Just like, yeah, they're just like, you know what, guys, we're going to take the day off yeah. playing Buffalo. Maybe the Buffalo, um, maybe the game will be going so bad, some of the football players will help us. I was just thinking that, that possibly maybe the guys that don't play, the walk-ons, they could come out, and they're strong. All right, I, I have here on the show sheet, Coach's Keys to Poker. Oh. <laughs> so you played a poker game this past weekend. I did. Came in a solid fourth. I think it's fifth now. Now that I'm playing fifth. my head, it was not. I think it was fifth. Fifth out of seven. Just eight. Fifth out of eight. Out of eight, just outside the money. <laughs> <laughs> just outside. Uh, how do you, like, if you were going to say, here are three tips for playing a poker tournament, what are they? Okay, so my... My tips, and they're not good because I don't win a lot. One is I'm a slow player. So I play really slow and I never bluff. So because I never bluff, I never win, but I slowly bleed my chips, but I get to stay all night. I heard that Maestro was going to come and play that game. He was. He was. He was he, we had a scene. And then he table. didn't play. He didn't play. So was that a bluff? That <laughs> He bluffed us. Or was it a bail? It's a bluff bail. It's a bluff bail, Maestro. King of the Bluff Bale. <laughs> All right, so he's gonna love that. You're doing a good job doing a show while you're driving in bumper to bumper and, traffic. And I right haven't now. killed anyone yet. This is probably the last bit of like, well, this is all game traffic. This is everybody going. We're, look at everybody. We're, we have We're not even outside of Columbus, and we're just sitting look at here. This. People got their faces. This is gonna it. be. It's it's a 90 mile drive, and it's backed up 90 89 miles. It's gonna be amazing. Here's Grand Prix karting. That we're driving that? by. I haven't. Have you? No, I haven't. I've had intention. That'd be awesome. I think we should do that. We should do that. Yeah. I don't think right now, I don't think anyone's there. That's that's where you start. That's where you you start with carts. We'll probably go and Grand Prix cart and immediately get signed to F3. Well, you know that, um, God damn it. What's his name? The guy that's head of the Mercedes team. Toto? Toto probably hangs out there. (laughs) He checks out for old drivers, see if we would want to be a part of it. Everyone has a target on their back. Everyone now. So uh, I uh, actually, I'm glad you brought that up. I watched the Mexican Grand Prix. What'd you think? Not the most exciting race. I'm losing, uh, can I be honest? Yeah, no, here. I'm losing a little steam with F1. I have, I have. Without a good championship race? It's not fun. It's not fun. And I'm not knocking Max for stopping. So no. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do a very, very old reference to tennis, and you can see if you get it. Yeah. It reminds me when Pete Sampras was the head, yeah. when he was leading. Yeah. He was so good, there was nobody, com- nobody competed with him. Yeah. Agassi was neat, but Agassi was never going to win a, like a Grand Slam. Yeah. They all just like kind of maybe won a race every once in a while. Yeah. But he was so methodical and robotic yeah. that he was good. But he sucked the fun right out of it. I would say, yeah, the difference for me is, like, when last year, Max and Lewis, every race was... was head-to-head. It was and, fun. And so I would try to watch the race. Yes. And this year, if it's, like, 
my wife's like, we got to go do something, and then I can't watch the race. I'm not like, ah. Oh. I know. You know what I mean? Like, in the beginning of the year, you, you, I thought, I thought Ferrari had it figured out. Leclerc, um, was it Leclerc and yeah. Perez? And Saints. And Saints. I thought, oh, my God, this is it. They're going to replace Mercedes, and we're going to get yeah. Ferrari and Red Bull. Yeah. They had, they, they, had, they had the fastest cars at the beginning of the year. They just got in their own way. Yeah. So, yeah. So, I, now, I will say, I still enjoyed watching the race, even even though it was a start-to-finish win for Verstappen. They do a pretty good job of focusing you in on the on the better battles, but... In the middle in the middle run, yes. But, it, like, I could have gotten up and left at any time and not been, like... And not missed anything. I wonder what's going to happen. <laughs> There's no mystery. Yeah, but I, I, I do agree with you. Like, without that good clash at the top, F1 loses a little something. I, and I feel like they... Here's what I so I read an article and I know that half right. the people that are listening to this this uh, part of the podcast have already turned out. Sorry, Tall Sean, but I I think I mentioned it or I haven't mentioned it. But they really, really do if they're going to try to really embrace and put F1 in the United States. Yeah. we need a driver. Yeah, we need a legit driver. We do. We do. There was uh, I was had done a little deep dive some time ago yeah, about yeah. U.S. drivers in F1 and U.S. teams. Yes, because Haas is a U.S. owned team. Correct. Which you great showing, <laughs> Haas, wow. striking fear into the rest oh, of the God. world. Everybody fears Haas. There was like in 2011, almost a team. It was called USF1, Ooh. and they they were gonna insert them halfway through the season. And I don't know what happened. I think their financing or their money dried up. But they had a headquarters and were building cars and everything. I, I that just didn't happen. There was a team called USF1 that was competitive, even if it's oh midfield competitive. Who cares? I would watch more races. Yes. Yeah. Plus, you got you're, you're growing with the races here. You got Las Vegas, you've got Miami, and you've got Austin. Yeah. How every time you see the the, the races where the hometown racer is there yeah. and the crowd is just so into it. Yeah. We've got the races. We just don't have the racer. Now let me ask you this: I don't yeah. watch a lot of NASCAR, but did you happen to see this clip that's going around of what went down at the race this past weekend? I did not. Ah oh, man, I sorry to our NASCAR fans because I don't know any of the names, but this guy. He basically, as the race is coming to an end, yes. he put himself into the wall and then just went wide open. So he used running against the wall to stabilize his car. Yes. And then ran it wide open and passed like seven people on the last lap to make the top four. So he just ran it right yeah. along the yeah. side? It's unbelievable when you see it. And then, you know, and I watched today and it was a clip and then they were doing clips of the other drivers like as they're getting passed and like, what was that? <laughs> so he basically <laughs> sacrificed the side of his car to yeah. win the race. Yeah. I love this guy. I don't think he won, but I think he got in the top four. Like I love this yeah. guy. And so, and if you think about it, right, because it's going to stabilize it a little bit. Yes. So you don't have to worry about slowing down so you can make the turn or whatever. We'll have to, we'll have we'll to, have to we'll post that on the, on the socials. Oh, the socials. On the socials. So, all right, I'm going to, I'm going to pause the show for a moment. Yes, pause. Noise. So, so let me ask you this. We were talking earlier we're in Coach's car, and he actually repaired his own dash, which had cracks in it. And it looks um, amazing. Like, it really, I, I'm super impressed with the job you. you've done here. Where, what is your line on a cosmetic fix for a car? So, what do you mean? Like, what, what does it have to be where you're like, yeah, I got to get that fixed? When, 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 here's my line. Like, for this, it was it was where it was. If I have something that's damaged, but it's not going to get worse, yeah, and I can not 
worry about it, it's probably going to take me some time before I jump into it. Yeah. This was one where it was getting worse and worse and yeah. worse. It was like leprosy on my on my dash. So I, I, I was forced into action. Yeah. When I'm forced into action, that's usually my line. I gotcha. What about your line? Well, I can put up with a lot of dings and scratches. I'll yes. tell you that for sure. And uh, see how that bumper on that car is sort of dented in? Yes. I got one of those on my wife's car that I just... But is it pierced? Now, I will say this. I tried to fix it myself. And? I couldn't. I couldn't. I couldn't was trying to out. pound it out from... Inside? Yeah, and I just couldn't quite get the angle couldn't where get it, it needed, needed it to be. And then the guy at Tuffy, when I was explaining to him what I was trying to do, he's like, you know, a lot of times when you do that, it's going to crack all your paint. And then you're going to have to repaint it. Yeah, so... But, um, you know, because we got kids, right? Yes. My, my kids have pulled out cars against other cars oh multiple my times. And I've just, you know. That's half the damage on my cars. I've given them, like, Mr. Clean Magic Erasers and had them try and rub the paint off. <laughs> it works. It sorta, does work. Sort of. But but that's probably my line. Like a, Now, if I, I had, like, a new up. car like Maestro's got, yeah. I'd probably. I would take my ass. you, you gotta you got to take care of it. But, but I would never different. have a car like that. That Never. car is beyond my ability to caretake. Never. And, and I'm going to say, anybody that sells cars, when you see me approach and if I ask for something like that, you just need to walk away and say, you don't deserve this Just car. be like, I can, nope, you can't no, do it. You need to come over to this lot over here, this gently used or very, very hardly used or used in a hard way. You need to use these cars. That's this right. is your, this is your where you need to be. I found, too, once I just accepted that that's how I am and I'm hard on cars and every five to seven years it's it's time to swap. Yeah. It's re- removed a lot of stress out of my life. Yeah. Taking care of cars is just not in my genetics. Like, really taking care of them. Man, I can't believe the OU game traffic's still okay, this yes. far back. Wow. It's going to be packed. It's black. If I see anyone with, like, a Buffalo I'm gonna, bumper I'm sticker, yeah, I'm going to flip. I'm flipping them off. Yeah, of course. There's probably hundreds of people from Buffalo that left early this morning to get yes. to Athens. I hope, I hope one of these Buffalo people has a, um, a car cape. <laughs> oh, we should. I want to discuss, discuss the car cape. So you guys have all seen car flags, right? <laughs> they go in your window. I should have brought mine. I know that. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and I thought one year, wouldn't it be cool if instead of a flag, you had a cape? You know, it kind of hooked on the back of your car. Just flowing. Flowing OU car cape. I still think it's a great idea. It I is. think it's super dangerous. I think so, too. Because <laughs> if it does release and flies back, it's yeah. just going to hit someone. Sorry. Like, They're chill. dead. They're dead. But, They're like, dead. the funny thing about the car cape is it, from the side, it would look cool. Yeah. But, goddamn, from, like, a helicopter, it'd be badass. Flowing like this with, <laughs> with a bobcat on the top. I don't, I don't even know if they make University of Buffalo flags. What are their colors? Blue and white. Blue and white. Like dark Similar. blue or like light blue? No, or? no. I think it's more like a royal. Royal blue and white. It's not navy. Right? All right. Uh, next on the show sheet, we have top 25 moments in University of Buffalo football history. Coach is going to break down numbers 1 through 23, and I'll take 24 and 25. All right, here we go. Um, the day that that coach that went to Kansas won his eighth game. Remember that? Right, here's what we're going to do, Coach. What was his name? Uh, Turner Gill. Yeah, see? Yeah. You know it. That was it. Um, yeah. I'm going to ask. I'm, I'll do an over-under on this. Okay. I'm going to Google. I'm going to stop the recording. Yes. I'm going to Google University of Buffalo players in the NFL. Okay. 
I don't want to say currently. I want to say maybe within the last 10 years. You're gonna, whatever you I can current, figure out. Yeah. So I'll set that number at five, and you say over or under. Okay. Uh, you're going to... Ooh. So whatever <sighs> list that comes up, as long as it's after 2000, let's say. So since 2000... I don't think I should set the, the line. I, I have to pick over, because if I pick under, I, I might sabotage it just because I want to win. Okay. <laughs> so you're saying over five. Since, I'm going to do over five. Since 2000. All right. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to check this out. Okay. I hope they have a website. I hope they do, too. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. All right, we're back. So, first of all, Coach, was he was confused by the... I, was. I, I was making it unnecessarily complicated. Well, that's my job. But here, here's what we're going to do. I'm going to say right now... Okay. Current NFL players who went to the University of Buffalo. Current NFL players. Current. Yeah. So they're in the, the league yep. right now. Yep. And you're setting the over under at five. I'm gonna I'm gonna set the over under at seven. Ooh. Okay. I'm still gonna take the under. I'm gonna take the under. Coach takes the under at seven. The answer is over. Damn. It is ten. Okay. Let's. One. I know one of them is Khalil Mack. Uh. Yes, there he is. Khalil Mack. Khalil Mack. He's good. He's very good. I didn't know he went there. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You have high University of Buffalo knowledge? University of Buffalo knowledge. University of Buffalo played Ohio State, and Khalil Mack had a coming out party. Were you at that game? No, but I did watch it, but I I watched it from my house. But he had a coming out party, played really well. Okay. Stephen Means. Okay, that name sounds familiar. He's on the Ravens. Jamarcus Ingram. Nope. Cam Lewis. Nope. My nope is I don't know them. Coyote Awasika. Mm. Damone Harris. Mason Shrek. Khalil Mack. Malcolm Kuntz. Mm. Tyree Jackson. And Jarrett Patterson. Not any of them other than Khalil Mack could I say what team or position they play. Yeah. And yet they're all in there. And how many did you say? That's ten? That's ten, yeah. Damn. Okay. Ten okay. Buffalo Bulls. So here's what we'll do. All right. There are ten... Buffaloes in the league. Let's go with OU. I think I know the answer, but like, who has more, Buffalo or OU, in the league right now? I'm gonna say Buffalo. That ten is a huge number. Yeah. I'm gonna agree on that. Okay, I've had to pause this again. That guy, his truck didn't have a back window. Yes. And so he had a giant plastic piece from Lowe's that said Lowe's on it <laughs> in his window. Smart. He must be from Buffalo. You know what they say in Buffalo. They love Lowe's. If your back window's not shot out, you're not from Buffalo. (laughs) (laughs) All right, according to this, Ohio Bobcats in the NFL. Yeah. How many do you think? I'm going to say six. I'll take the under. Oh, shit. (laughs) It's two. Two? Yeah. Buffalo has ten and we have two? Yes. What the hell, OU? That's embarrassing. Who are our two? One's a punter? We have... Terrell Basham. Cornerback? He's a defensive end. Okay. The Cowboys. Reserve. Yes. Third string. Armani Rogers. He's a tight end on the Commanders. Wow. Two. Two. According to this website, which is called ourlads.com. I, it sounds very legit. sounds very legit. Ten to two? Ten to two. That just bodes well for us tonight because Buffalo's all their good players oh, are in the NFL. Gone. They're all in the NFL they now. Co- they don't play on the team anymore. They're all gone. 
So if I like saw Khalil Mack, yeah, I bet if I was like, "Hey, University of Buffalo," he would he would give me an autograph. I think he would. Yes, he would be like. Do you remember when we went to spring break and we went to spring training in Arizona? Yes. And like Jack Volker, he knew all the high schools those guys went to. <laughs> and was yelling it out. Yeah, so he'd yell it out and they'd be like, all right, all right. that's the key. Figure out the high school. Let's go Buffalo. Buffalo. Khalil Mack. Let's go Bulls. So we're talking Halloween candy right now and I realized I wanted to bring this up. Mm-hmm. Somebody who's regular on the Sports Wednesday. Yeah was giving out full-size candy bars. I know. That's amazing. That's like you've arrived in the world when you're giving out full-size candy bars. So, exactly. And then today, the kids in my my class were talking about it. Like, you'd be amazed at how many said they were getting full-size candy bars. Damn. I remember, I can count on one hand. And when I say one hand, three times, I got a full-size candy bar. Yeah. Three times. That good thing you had that one hand where you're missing two fingers. Right. <laughs> yeah, like if there was one family on the whole route that had them, and then oh. like it would be a rumor going around, and, and then gone. you'd get there, and yeah. So, but you guys had a slow night. It sounded like. Yeah, and there's it was very strange. The the the, the new trend is I guess you have to be sitting outside. Yeah. And greet them. Yeah. And I'm like the kids are too afraid to or too lazy to knock on the door. That is the new trend. It was very strange because, like, one or two, nothing. I sat out. Everybody came. Mm. So I wasn't sure if it was me or no. It was me. I think it's like they they wait. Like we were sitting in the garage. Now I like to, if it's teenagers, I throw the candy at them as they come up. <laughs> they come up the driveway. And Take they, it. They appreciate. It. I'm like, I don't want to see you. You're too old to be doing this, and you're not wearing a costume. Just take the candy and go. Take it and run. That's a great idea. I can't believe it. I wish I had, like, if I would known mice were giving out full-size candy bars, I would have put on a costume. Wouldn't it be funny that. if we put on costumes? Trick or treat. We kept showing up there. It's switching our masks. <laughs> so speaking of that, did you ever do that? One time, and I got caught. Switch the mask? Yeah. Yeah, we did it a couple times. God, it was such a, this is such a big production, too. I, I don't even think I was switched the mask that savvy. I think I I was I went as Greg Pruitt, and I just took my helmet off the second time. <laughs> really savvy. Yeah, really savvy. But I'll tell you what, kids come and they're like, I'm a football player, and they're just wearing a jersey. I'm like, where are your pads? Come on, give me at least a helmet. Yeah, put a name on the back. Something. Don't He's just. Bill Wanamaker, third string punter for the you're wearing, Lions. You're wearing a, a damn jersey and a, you got a pillowcase. Come on, man. Come on. Okay, we're at Miller's Chicken right now. We ordered our chicken. We're going to take it down to tailgate the game. Coach, what did you get? I got a spicy chicken sandwich, but I'm feeling a little bit of regret. I always get like a two-piece or a three-piece, but like I think I was thinking too much. Like I would, it'd be hard to eat. And I needed something easy. Well, we didn't really bring a whole lot of utensils or anything, right. so the sandwich is sandwich it's makes sense. It's still gonna be good. Yeah, yeah. Like when you have your whole family there and you've got a blanket and everything, then you get get the messy stuff. I know, but like when I know I'm not gonna be here for a long time, I'm like I, I have to. Mac- it's a lot of pressure. You, you might be back down within a couple of weeks. I may be here this weekend. You could be here this weekend and see. You know, you might get more. Yeah, it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. It's cool. It's cool. It's cool. 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 This is BMOC. I'm handing off the uh, microphone to MBOC, daughter of BMOC. 
Hello, hello, hello. I, I'm here with my best friend of 14 years, Chloe Simpson. Hi. We're really happy to be on the podcast today, and we want to say, go Cats. Yep, happy Sports Wednesday. Go Bobcats. Go Bobcats. We love you guys. Have a good day. All right, it's your first podcast, so. <laughs> third, and, third and six right now here Big in the first here. quarter. Big play. Coach successfully caught the last one. What's going on in this play? This is going to be a fade to the end zone. I don't think they're going to go for the first down. I think they're actually going to shoot for the end zone, and they'll take the field goal if they don't. Ohio with uh, four wide. Oh, oh, no, it's an option play. He does not pitch quarters where it holds on. It does not get it. They're going to go for a field goal. That's a field goal. That's from the 20, so that's going to be a uh, 32-yard field goal. Yep. That's interesting because when you run with a third and six, that's usually you're expecting to go for it on fourth, and they didn't there. So that's interesting. It's kind of weak. Sorry. Coach doesn't like the call. I don't like it. Seven nothing Bobcats, six seventeen in the first quarter. See, it's halftime now. 110 is playing. Coach is really struggling. It's about eight rows in front of us. There's a guy wearing a Dallas Cowboys hat and a Pittsburgh Pirates jacket. And Coach cannot parse it. I can't because it doesn't make sense to me. You have a good football team in Pittsburgh. You have the Steelers. Why are you mixing and matching? It doesn't make sense. And you picked a shitty baseball team. We might have to we might have to ask this guy about it. We'll have to see. I have to know. What? We might, have, we might have to ask this guy about it. Yeah, I think so. But we have to ask in a nice way so we don't get punched. I don't want to get punched. I just want to know. Do you want me to go up and be like, hi? I have a quick question for you. Quick question. What? What's the question? What, what, what even, what even is the question? What even with you? What's, what's the deal with this and this? Like this and this. Everyone Buffalo does have a band. Nice. Like we'll <laughs> we are looking right now at the University of Buffalo. Appears to have about 20 people in their band waiting to come on. What's up? It's sad. It's just over there. It's horrible. We're all on one knee. This is a little known fact about the 110. I did the choreography. <laughs> Hell of a job. Thank Hell of you. a job. I can't wait for the dance break. I know. Here it comes. Here it comes. All right, Coach. Yeah. If we approach this guy, it's going to be very hard. What is the question that we have to ask him? So here's my problem. Okay. Any kind of question to him is like, hey, what's the deal with the Dallas and the Pittsburgh? Yeah. It's going to come off as aggressive. So, yeah. like, you'd have to ask, like, hey, you'd have to be like, hey, I'm a, you'd have to fake it and say, yeah. like, hey, I'm a Cleveland Browns fan, but I'm also something else. Okay. And say, like, I know why I do it. Like, how did this happen? Okay. Or you could always just say, like, it'd have to be something very friendly. Okay. If I come off and say, like, what the fuck are you wearing this and that? Like, I might get punched or I'd be like, I don't want to answer that. So what it has to be something. Is it, is it fair to say, do you have another winter coat that's not a pirate's hat? But see, coat. 
Garrett's thing, I feel like, is, is he, he grew up in Pittsburgh. Yeah. And I feel like he has something with the Dallas. Like, would he be young enough that 88, 89, 90 would no be? No way. That guy's like he's 20. He's young, right? He's so like 20. That guy's so why, why the Dallas hat? Yeah. Which one feels more authentic? The Dallas hat looks very worked in. Yeah. And look, you and I were both, I was victim of this. I wore hats back in, when I was in college yeah. and later what? that were just cool. I had a Duke hat. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So maybe that's just what maybe it is. that's what it is. And like maybe I am way overblowing it. Right. it just It's throwing me off. Okay. The, the coat feels more authentic than the hat. All right. How do we, how do we ask? How do we ask? I'll do it. You want me to do it? Yes. All right. All right, I'm going to do it. Are you going to fucking do it? I'm going to do it. Hang on. Are you going to say that it's because of me or you? Because if you say it's me, he's going to want to fight me. No, I'm not going to say I'm going to say, look, I'm up there with my buddy. We're recording our podcast. Yes. We want to know what's going on. Yes, because You've got a Dallas hat and a pirate's coat, because and it doesn't make cities, any sense. Those two cities. Makes no sense. Yes, great question. All right. Here I go. Good luck. God damn it. This is awesome. Hey, can I ask you a question? Yeah. I'm up there with my buddy. We're recording our podcast. Okay. And we can't help but notice you're wearing a Dallas hat and a Pittsburgh Pirates coat. Okay. And that makes no sense to us. What's yeah. the story? So uh, my hat is actually a souvenir. I'm originally from Germany. And okay. my dad was on a business trip in, in Dallas. And I that's gotcha. why... They, so your dad brought you this hat. Yeah, and my, my first name starts with the letter D. That's okay. What what's your first name? David. David. I yeah. gotcha. Are you a Pirates fan? Uh, I would say I kind of I'm not into baseball at all actually but a friend of mine uh, he works for the Pittsburgh Pirates and I visited him and he showed me this vintage store and that's where I got this jacket so you got a sweet Pittsburgh Pirates jacket from your friend and your dad brought you that Dallas hat and so you're just wearing a ball so you're not necessarily a fan of the Cowboys or the Pirates no 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 that makes perfect sense do you understand the conundrum you're presenting to an American sports fan yeah I didn't mean to provoke anyone it's just I got you and what's going on with your friend why is he got his computer is he working on classwork yeah he's uh, just a very driven student uh, he's actually doing an internship right now and he has to uh, for a full couple of like an hours hours limit every day so that's I why gotcha. i think he's working on some stuff all right well david thank you absolutely. check us out on sportswednesday.com that's our podcast all absolutely right? take all care right, thank call. you so much Hang on, I just yes. interviewed David. David, you know oh my God. that answer was amazing. No, my God, damn it, that's amazing. His answer is unbelievable. David is from Germany. No way. And his dad had a business trip in Dallas and brought him that Dallas hat. Oh my God, this is getting so good. And he's got a friend who works for the Pittsburgh Pirates who got him that jacket. No he's not a baseball fan. He's not a Pirates fan. He's not a Dallas but fan. But he just has connections to yes. the coolest things. Oh my God, that is... David. Meanwhile, he's got his friend over here with his computer. He's like, what's your friend doing here with the computer? He's like, he's a driven student, man. This is all. He's got a friend at the football game with the computer. Working on his classes. Yeah. So we're going to really enjoy our interview with David. Oh, my God. God, thank you, David. Good call. Good call. All right. uh, It's BMOC. It's uh, third quarter. Five minutes left. Coach and I have moved down to the front row right behind the Bobcat (laughs) bench. Great place to watch the game. What do you think, Coach? Uh, this is fantastic. I, I'm not feeling as confident as I was before. They're they're, they're starting to march down, and uh, yeah, Buffalo's moving the ball now. We're up 31-17, but this game does not feel like it's in hand. No, it doesn't. But the the over is is looking a lot better now. It totally is. <laughs> 
Alright everyone, this is BMOC. We're in the car on the way back from Athens. A lot to recap. A lot has happened since we talked last time. Uh, Beginning with, if I had to say the most significant thing is me and Coach being on national TV! So, uh, so my daughter and her friend, they stayed with us through halftime. Yeah. And then we, uh, we started watching the third quarter from our, from my seats. And I was like, you know what? I bet we could get good seats. And Coach was like, let's go. We can just go down there. We did. So we went down there. We sat in the first row. Right, right. behind the Bobcat bench. Right behind him. Great place to watch a game, by the way. Oh, amazing. Amazing. And just high enough. We were just there. We were cheering. We we're going crazy. And then the ESPN camera came by. The first time, we are singing the fight song. Yeah. I really was like, oh. And he was like, look, there's guys in the fight song. I'm going to film this. Hell yeah. Woo! And he walked by, and then he left. And I was like, "Did that? was that the camera guy? Man, it's like, I think we might have been on TV. And seriously, not 30 seconds later, boom. Text message from loyal listener Hopar. You're Dude, on TV. You no on TV. Bullshit. No bullshit. <laughs> and then 10 seconds after that, video from Ed. Hey, look at these idiots. <laughs> So first of all, huge shout out to Hopar and Ed for watching the game. Huge. Seeing us on TV, Ed somehow capturing it and sending it to us. That was unbelievable. That's I, I'm speechless. We were and that, that was that was high enough and then and then we stay, we're still in those seats. Yeah. We scored a touchdown. We start going crazy. Camera guy's back! He's coming getting us again. That's right, second time on TV. And then, just to make it perfect, what do we do? We went to the burrito buggy. Oh, you guys, let me tell you this. Oh, you people from the 90s, it, it is exactly the same, uh, and it, it is so good. It was damn good. The but, Supreme is as good as it was before. A little more expensive. A little more expensive, but two Burrito good. Supremes, but, man, we tucked into those. Goddamn. Fast. And then, you know, ESPN was like, can we get you guys on TV again? Can Could you do a show for I us? Can a, we? I'm a little blown. Yeah, and, and Matt's like, look, we gotta, I got to teach in the morning. We got to get going. But OU with a big win tonight now Woo! has control in the MAC East. I'm putting it out there now. We're we're thinking MAC championship game in Detroit. If we make it, who's going? Who wants to be on TV? I'm in. With Coach and BMOC. You wanna? Because we have ESPN too. The Deuce. <laughs> Our life is complete. Oh, we're good. we're better than you. <laughs> so good. Coach, any other thoughts to wrap up the game? I, God, that burrito still tastes good to me right now. <laughs> it is so, I keep little burrito vouchers. So I'm like, so good. It was amazing. Everything played out the way, exactly the way I wanted it to. What so a, good. What a great night. What a great night. Good, good times, everybody. Good times. All right, take, uh, there being no more sports fit to be discussed <laughs> in a medium sort of way, on behalf of basketball legend Matt Longley and the maestro, who built Brian Hake. <laughs> I'm Pete on the big man on campus, saying, Take care of yourselves and each other. And as always, good times, everybody. Good times. Sports Wednesday is produced by Blue Monkey Communications and features basketball legend Matt Longley, the maestro Brian Hake, and me, Pete Brown. Some music and sound effects from today's show came from the websites audionautics.com and freesound.org. Visit sportswednesday.com for complete attribution. You can follow us on Twitter at Sport Wednesday, that's Sport with no S, Wednesday, and on Instagram at Sports Wednesday. For more information about the board game Hoopsters, visit hoopsters.store, drop your email address in, and we'll keep you in the loop. Until next Wednesday, and on behalf of basketball legend Matt Longley and the maestro Brian Haig, 
I'm Pete Brown, the big man on campus, saying good times, everybody. Good times.